the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial market, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is the American Revolution. And today we do have a special guest, Timothy Lyons of Cityside Capital. I'm uh, going to give a little brief background here. So Tim is uh, the co-founder and managing partner of Cityside Capital LLC, a real estate syndication and investment company that focuses on commercial real estate assets that yield strong returns for investors. Tim is also a lieutenant in the New York City Fire Department, where he has served for 17 plus years. Before becoming a real estate investor, he also worked part-time as an emergency room nurse at a level one trauma center. Uh, wow. Tim, welcome to the best of investing. How are you? I really, yeah, thanks for having me. I really jammed a lot into that bio. Huh? I mean, not, not your everyday real estate investor, but yeah, happy to unpack all that stuff with you, but thanks for having me. No, that's awesome. So um, actually, let's get into this, uh, into your background just a little bit. So you, 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 you are still, excuse me, you still are a lieutenant in the fire department. Yes, sir. So 18 somehow, and a half years later, still here. 18, no, 18 and a half now. Okay. So uh, this, uh, you know, now we're obviously talking about um, real estate. So, uh, you know, I, I'm sure being a firefighter, you know, has its perks from the standpoint of, uh, you know, good pay and pension and all that. But something must have pushed you into real estate. You know, um, it did, right? I mean, listen, I was a, a W-2 grind kind of guy. I, I like to work. I like to do things. But uh, after having a couple of kids with my wife, I was I was trading time for money. And I realized I needed to be on the other side of the equation. Uh, and equity was the name of the game. So uh, I really, I boiled it down to either owning a business and starting a business or to real estate. And I just had no interest in um, the the former. So I, I jumped into jumped into real estate. Excellent. Okay. And then, um, excuse me, and you also, uh, do you still work part-time as an emergency room nurse or is that, oh, that's No, I like to affectionately say that I retired as a ER nurse and I did it in February of 2020, right before COVID. So my colleagues always like to thank me for leaving them right before uh, COVID (laughs) uh, came on shore there. (laughs) 
All right. So, let, hey, let's get into this. So um, but we, you gave me some topics to cover. One of them was shattering limit, limiting beliefs about getting started in real estate investing, uh, passive investing and being coached and mentored. So uh, how, do you, how do you shatter the uh, uh, those limiting beliefs about getting well, started? Edward, you know, being from the greater New York City area, I kind of come from the school of everybody's like guilty till proven innocent, right? I wanna, and, and real estate's no different, right? I wanted to be able to, I wanted to be able to touch the property, to drive past it, to mow the lawn, yeah. break the leaves, you know, collect the rent, do all the things. And in, in when you get started in real estate in the New York, you know, city area, not a lot of things cash flow. You know, you read the one on one books and they'll talk about the one percent rule, or they'll talk about, you know, um, trying to make two hundred dollars per door, and you're like, what? They're like, people who invest around that, these parts say like they lose money every month, you know, because um, they want the appreciation in twenty years. Yeah. Um, so it was hard to kind of get started and to get comfortable investing outside of my local area. Um, so, you know, uh, but you, you know, when I put the pieces together and I did the education, um, I literally, you know, uh, had to know a lot of stuff before I pulled the trigger. Um, and I just started small. I started with the triplex in Connecticut, which is about an hour and a half away from my home. And, uh, I partnered with it. Uh, and you know, I went from three units to several hundred units within the first couple of years. And now we're at a couple wow. of thousand. So, um, Kind of now, did, you, did you did you do that with uh, with partners, uh, uh, other borrowing other people's money? How, how did you do it? Yeah, so the first one was a three unit, um, and I did it with a friend of mine uh, just because I was scared. I didn't know the rules. I didn't know how to yeah. do everything. Right. I wanted to share that risk, kind of, and he was the same way. Uh, but I realized I hated being a landlord. I liked the cash flow. I liked the tax, uh, you know, uh, treatment of the income. At the end of the year, we did a little better on our taxes. Um, I had the proof of concept. So did he. So did my wife. Um, but I realized that I didn't want to do this, and it wasn't really scalable, right? I was. I, I bought a nineteen twenty wood framed structure that I had to put a roof on and I had to put siding on, and it was cap, you know, uh, deferred maintenance, and uh, there was. A lot of capex involved that I didn't really, you know, underwrite correctly for. Um, but I cash flowed, and I understood, you know, a lot more. But um, it was at that point where I got mentored by a multifamily uh, entrepreneur, and uh, he gave me the opportunity of a lifetime to join him on a forty-three unit. All right. Tell you what, we're going to cut to a break. When we come back, I want to hear the rest of that story. That sounds pretty cool. All right. Uh, let's see here. Our first trivia question uh, on the American Revolution. And these are actually a little bit easier than the uh, the average bear. So, again, Tim, if you know the answer, don't say anything yet. Okay. America received foreign aid from what country? And this is during the American Revolution. America received foreign aid from what country? Call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my special guest, Tim Lyons. And uh, off the air, Tim uh, answered the question correctly. Correctly, We're going to let him answer it on the air now. 
so during the American Revolution, America received foreign aid from what country? Now you can answer uh, Edward, I'd like to answer this one. What is France? What is France? <laughs> that is double jeopardy. That is correct. I uh, want to make it. a mention here for uh, Transcendence Theater. Uh, this is the last weekend for their holiday production. Uh, it's going to be at the Hannah Center in Sonoma. Go to bestnightever.org. I've been to, a, gosh, probably at least five different shows that they've done. It's, it's sort of like off-Broadway. Tim, you're in New York where real Broadway is. This is this is our 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 Broadway here in uh, in the in the Bay Area. Love it, so, uh, yeah. Transcendence Theater, their Broadway holiday production. Go to bestnightever.org. All right, uh, we are in the uh, studio, so to speak, uh, on Zoom uh, with Tim Lyons, who uh, is a firefighter. Now you're still a firefighter, yes, sir. So this extra income that is coming in is is passive, and it's interesting because you know I I'm a lender, so. I like to lend to people like you if you need my money. You know, most of the time you don't. You just you uh, go to the bank and all that. But if you can't get money from the bank, then you come to someone like me because uh, I also don't want to fix toilets and tenant problems, stuff like that. I'd rather just get passive income. I'm willing to give up the uh, potential profit for just good cash flow. Uh, but you actually are more on the investor side. So you actually own how many units do you own right now? Oh, we're upwards of seven thousand units, um, and wow. I don't own all seven thousand of those. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a general partner um, yeah. on the on that portfolio. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, we've scaled very quickly in uh, a short amount of time. When did you start? Uh, 2019, November of 19 was my first acquisition. Wow, seven thousand units in four years. That's that's impressive. Uh, all around the country, or, or is it? Oh, the- yeah, I mean, uh, majority is located. You know, anywhere from. Um, say Arizona to Florida, up to the Carolinas, Tennessee, a little bit in Indiana, Michigan, and Ohio. Wow. Yeah, because I know that, uh, you know, like you said, in New York, you know, with the way the prices are, it's like, kind of like the way it is in the Bay Area. It's just really too hard to, to buy with the, uh, you know, you don't want to just just strictly bet on the, uh, on the appreciation. Um, how did you find all these units? So, um, Great, great question. So I basically, my company, Cityside Capital, was born because, you know, I realized that there was folks like me who didn't want to deal with tenants, termites, and toilets, right? <laughs> the three T's, as we affectionately call them. Um, and I'm also not that handy, even though my firemen people think I'm good with tools. I mean, the jaws of life, uh, yeah, I can cut you out of a car. But they uh, ask me to hang a picture on the wall or redo sheetrock, and I'm not so good at that. So, um, you know, it just made sense that you know, I was more of a spreadsheet guy. I'm, I'm more of a, uh, a finance type of mind instead of like the hands-on kind of guy. So um, we realized that, you know, if people wanted to participate in real estate, but they didn't want to be the uh, on the active side. That's yeah. just, there's a whole world of passive investing. So, uh, but how do you know who is a reputable a sponsor yeah. or a reputable operator? And how do you know exactly. what, what what markets to go into and what asset class and you know all that stuff? And like and and you know I think I told you before you know. Every, everyone's guilty to prove an innocent in my world, yeah. and I need yeah. to have some certainty in my life. So um, basically, when I, uh, we, my brother and I, who's my partner, we got our securities licenses, our Series 82 okay. and 63. We affiliated with a broker-dealer that only dealt with um, private placement investments in the commercial real huh. estate space. Uh, wow. So that's yeah, we, So we've been able to raise millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars in a very short amount of time because we had the network, we had the connection, we had the story. Uh, and there was a need out there. People wanted to place capital uh, on the retail side, retail investors. So I 
everyday Main Street type of folks yeah. uh, using the cash or self-directed IRAs or, or what have you. Um, and we were able to provide the diligence and the operators that we put through our own diligence uh, to kind of say, look, you know, we've taken the time. We know the questions to ask. We know the, you know, the rocks to turn over, uh, so, so to speak. And, um, you know, we're putting these deals in front of people. And if you're interested um, to participate, you know, let, you know, you know, let's have a talk. Well, you, you know, it's interesting because I used to have my Series 7 way back in the 80s. And uh, the thing is, you know, whenever you get your license uh, and then you hung it with a broker dealer that specializes in al alternatives, I mean, you had to go through their due diligence for them to approve you and what mm -hmm. you were doing. Um, so that must have been kind of a little challenging because this was your first rodeo with them. Right? Well, you know, um, we had done three deals um uh, prior to engaging okay. with, you know, getting our licenses and engaging the broker dealer. Um, but it was a lot of work. I mean, you know, to, yeah. to, to do all that kind of stuff. And I realized it's a team sport. I realized the capital raising was probably going to be my specialty and my brother's specialty. Um, but the problem is you can't just raise capital and get compensated for it. That's called securities fraud. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to have what's called a material participation in the, you know, asset management or the due diligence or underwriting or, yeah. you know, property management, you know. Um, and, you know, I wasn't leaving New York anytime soon because I, you know, I still enjoy being a firefighter. Yeah. Um, so I had to find something that I was good at, which was capital raising. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause I want to get, get into that with you. It's, it's, cause it's, it's, it's a very fascinating, uh, uh, part of it. We've had other people on who've had, uh, syndications, but they didn't go to broke the broker dealer route, you know, cause either you have to pay a commission or, you know, that sort of thing. I'm kind of getting into that. Okay. Here's our second trivia question on the American revolution. Who was the British King during the war? Talking the American Revolution. Who was the British king during the war? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. We'll also want to make a mention here for ITEX, which is a barter company. Uh, check them out at ITEX, which is ITEX.com. It's a great way to do business without needing cash. Go to their website. You'll check it out. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Tim Lyons. Our second trivia question on the American Revolution. Who was the British king during the war? Edward, I'm going to go with um, King George. Which number, though? George, king George? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> it's not a trick question. It's just I wanted to see if people could get uh, a little bit more specific. Uh, the second. No, third. The third, King George the third, close but no cigar. Close but no cigar. No, that's okay. All right. We 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 will accept King George. All right. Uh, also, want to make a mention here for the Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge, close to Heavenly Valley and Kirkwood. Uh, you got to check them out. They got a beautiful beachfront uh, property, like two hundred feet, and uh, every room has a view. Check them out at the Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge. 
All right. Uh, we are in the studio here with Tim Lyons, who is not only a New York City firefighter, but uh, also uh, he's on the show because of the, his uh, real estate uh, um, acumen. Is that a fair word? Okay. Love it. Um, so now, okay, you had, let's see here. I'm just looking at the various notes that we had here. So committing and taking massive action, moving quickly from three units to partnering on 6,000 plus units worth $1 billion in less than three years. So how did, how did you get, because it's such a short period for you to get so many units under, under management. What was you know what point? I do when, when I hear somebody else say it sometimes that word, I have to pinch myself and say, is yeah. he talking about me? Like, is that really, you know, but yes, I mean, so, I mean, the bottom line is that we partnered, right? We, we were able to raise a lot of money in a short amount of time, but since we partnered with more experienced operators out there that were buying two, three, four, 500 unit properties at a time. Um, and I'm really speaking to the multifamily side, right? Large yeah. apartment communities. Um, so the numbers sound crazy. Easy, right, a couple of thousand yeah. you know units, but we don't own all those outright. Obviously, we're a part of the general partnership when we raise capital, uh, and we yeah. do that through a broker dealer. Um, you know, we have our securities license, like a, licenses, like I mentioned, um, yeah. and it's just one way. It's one way to help out the team in commercial real estate. Well, all, all real estate is a team sport, but um, yeah. it was our contribution. That's what we were good at. It was our zone of genius, uh, and we were able to really dial in and and scale up by basically solving that part of the equation. And who manages the units because you're, you're all over the country? Yeah, so we, I mean, we're we're all across the Sun Belt. We're in you know the Carolinas. We're in the Midwest. Uh, so uh, basically, the way it works is that we source you know best in class operators. So people that have been uh, through multiple cycles, people that have gone full cycle on certain deals. Um, you know, we like a little gray hair, Edward. You know, like we yeah. don't maybe want somebody who just went to a uh, a conference on a weekend and say, you know what, this sounds great. We're gonna go raise some money. We're gonna borrow a ton of it from the bank. We're gonna do some value add project that we never done before. Um, yeah. Those are people that we're not looking to work with. So, um, you know, but th at the end of the day, we that's really where we were born, right? Because people who have capital to be placed, uh, they don't know where to turn. Uh, they don't know what questions to ask. And that's really the opportunity, the problem that we were looking to solve for folks. And it turns out that we uh, we picked a good problem to solve because it's been yeah. it's been a, it's been a, a, a quick but wild ride. Yeah, I was going to say that it is, again. This is the first time we've had someone from the broker dealer side of things uh, to, to be able to do this here. Um, when when someone invests with you, uh, okay, we know they get depreciation and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. What um, what what would be your sales pitch to me as a potential investor? You know, for cash flow, uh, length of time I'd be locked up, that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, so people who are looking to diversify their portfolios away from, you know, their uh, standard Wall Street, you know, ETFs, stocks, bonds, 60-40 portfolio, CDs that are laddered at the bank. And they're like, you know what? Everyone keeps on telling me that I really should have some real estate in my portfolio. I just don't know how to do it. Right? It sounds complicated. Sure. Some spreadsheets, cap rates, NOI, you know, lost to lease. I don't know what this even means. And I don't have time because I have three kids. I got to go to basketball practice and, you know, the dog has to go to the vet. Right? 
Um, and I find a lot of people find themselves in that in that situation. And once they hear about, you know, uh, wait, I can just, you know, place my money passively into a deal and I can get a, a schedule K-1 by March of every year. And it shows my income and my depreciable losses. And, you know, there's potential upside and cash flow. Like, that sounds too good to be true. And that's uh, honestly, Edward, it's a lot of what I do every day is talking and educating investors about what's available to them outside of the Wall Street type of uh, RIA community, you know, personal financial advisor uh, community. That's the whole world of alternative investments. Um, you know, and I, I really kind of tell them, look, you drive down any kind of major highway and you see a self-storage facility or you see a large multifamily complex. That's prob that. <laughs> it's probably owned by people like you, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. it's just a couple of hundred of you at, at 50 and, you know, million dollar checks. But, you know, 50,000 to a million dollar checks. But um, it's people like us, everyday folks that kind of own those projects. And so uh, what's what's the minimum investment? Uh, so a lot of our deals are $50,000 minimums. Uh, there's a couple of deals that are $25,000 minimums. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we also do self-directed accounts. We do cash. We do 1031 exchanges. Do they have to be accredited investors? Most of our stuff is um, for accredited investors only. We do uh, also have some deals that are, uh, you know, for uh, some non-accredited spots, 506B. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we can get into that. Okay. Yeah. It's amazing how, I mean, I love talking this stuff with you and it, uh, time goes a little bit fast. Uh, it sure does. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, okay. Our third trivia question on the American revolution. This was a little harder. We started, we started okay. off with some softball ones to kind of tease the audience there. What are the two places that the quote shot heard around the world refer to? We're talking the American revolution two places that the shot heard around the world refers to. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with correct answer wins the tanning certificate, which is worth, by the way, over $100. Nice little uh, gifts we're giving away there. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM. The answer. Now, back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM. The answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Tim Lyons. Our third trivia question on the American Revolution. What are the two places that the Shot heard around the world refer to. I don't know. The first one I uh, comes to mind is maybe Boston or someplace in Massachusetts. Um, but that's all I got. Lexington and Concord. Oh, the you said it right, too. Not Concord. It's Concord. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm always used to say Concord. Um, all right. So, uh, again, we're in the studio here uh, with uh, Tim Lyons. So, again, as a, as a potential investor, uh, besides the pitch that you gave me before, uh, what, what could I expect from cash flow from day one, if any? Well, uh, before my broker dealer kills me, I'm going to say that, you know, there's a, a disclaimer here that I'm not giving financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor and, and all the good things. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, look, we are looking at deals right now where cash flow can be a little bit challenged. So maybe what I 
eight percent to ten percent of this year. Maybe not Maybe as much, right? So we're talking more like five to eight percent uh, cash flow year one. Okay. Uh, on some deals, and then, it, you know, there are tax uh, advantages dependent on your situation, you know, that you can maybe use depreciation to offset some of those losses. Um, and just to comment on that a little further, you know, I always say you have to build your team, whether you're active or passive. And part of that team is having a CPA. And not all CPAs are created equal, right? Um, and the, and the, the thing I like to say to investors is if you broke your ankle, you wouldn't want to go see a neurosurgeon. Yet they both have, you know, uh, MD next to their name, right? So you want to go see the ankle surgeon, right? Um, and it's the same thing for the CPAs, right? If someone's, you know, general practitioner and they're like, oh, yeah, I can do, you know, real estate, mm-hmm. you know, um, or if you're, you know, in a farming community and there's all, you know, uh, farming type CPAs and all time you're trying to do Bitcoin or something like that. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, so, you know, building your team, make sure they understand. Um, and we work with several law, uh, law firms. We work with several CPA firms uh, that have some, you know, good materials to, that we can share with you to, you know, pass it along to your CPA, show them, you know, you know, where is depreciation, you know, uh, supposed to go in the tax return? How does it work? You know, um, because you assume that they know what they're doing, but a lot of times we find that people are not taking full advantage of what's well, available. Hopefully, and hopefully they know about Qubit and the section 179, 199A where it goes on the tax return. You know, that's, that's um, you would hope you would hope but we found yeah. a lot of people that we connect with our, you know, uh, I guess, partners out there that um, they do a free kind of evaluation of their taxes for the last two or three years. And they're like, man, you're, you're looking at a, you know, a refund, you know, um, and they're like, really? You know, um, so, yeah, it's really important to build up that team. Absolutely. Um, so minimum investments, either 25 or 50. Uh Cash flow may be starting again. We're, these are just generic generics that we're talking about here. Uh, how long is the money tied up for generally? You know, generally speaking, like right, I say, right before twenty twenty two, at the the, the uh, arguable the peak of the market, um, we were seeing deals turn around very quickly. You know, within three years. Um, right now, I think you're going to see a lot more deals from a lot of sponsors and a lot of different asset classes go longer. Right? There's going to be uh, five to seven year holes. I think are going to be the new normal, um, if not seven to ten. I mean, we haven't done any seven to ten deals um, as of yet, but I, I could foresee a economic climate. Where where, you know, the bridge debt is going to be harder to come by or people are going to be scared by it um, because right now there's a ton of debt that's trying to be refinanced into, uh, you know, permanent debt or, you know, uh, rate caps are expiring. So bridge debt right now is, is challenging a lot of folks out there. Well, so that's I how think- I was ask you, is on, on, the, on the projects that you're working on, uh, how much leverage is there? Um, you know, and I would say anywhere between 50 and 70%, um, 70% probably in our 2020, 2021 deals, uh, yeah. second half of 21 and, and to the present day, I would say a lot less leverage, uh, just because of, you know, uh, the, the headwinds that we've been kind of, uh, going into. Gotcha. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pacific private money, you know, the, like there's a fund that I manage, small fund. It's only about 8 million. And uh, what we do is we buy discounted mortgages and we're paying our clients just a flat eight and a half percent. You still qualify for Qubit, but there's no depreciation because we're a debt fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's no leverage and there's no and there's no uh, lockup period. So people can put money in and then they could uh, the documents say that that 
they have to hold it for at least a year, but we don't impose a, an early withdrawal penalty. So mm-hmm. we've had people redeem in after three or four months because, you know, things change. You know, oh, I found a house I wanted to buy. I need my money. Okay. How much you need? You know, uh, 200000 Okay, boom. Here it is. So it's it's kind of our, our fund's a little bit more of a uh, just a strict cash flow type, type of thing. But, again, you give up the, the potential profits, whereas what you're doing, you're starting off with a little bit of lower cash flow, but you get the benefit of it being partially or fully sheltered. And then there's potential profit, you know, with the rents going up and the, eventually when the prices, uh, when you eventually sell. So there's kind of, you know, it's a, it's a nice little trade off between the between the well, two. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's what I love to talk about with uh, with folks is that, you know, there's a million ways to make money in real estate. Right. And the way that we do it is just maybe one or two ways. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's OK. Continue on. We we're not, we don't have another trivia question. We we only do three of them in a, in a shot. So this one, we have a little bit more time. We're just kind of letting you know that we're going to be cutting to, to a break here. Uh, and I, I, I understand about building a solid team. That's one of the points you make out here. It's like I, I've owned apartments before and it's all about management. That it is so important. They can make or break you. Uh, so that's really good that you have. Uh, you know, I'll bet just being a, a firefighter, there's automatically trust that that people have. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've heard that from so, uh, several investors, like being a firefighter and your nurse. I mean, uh, two professions yeah. that I guess, you know, people kind of say, oh, well, OK, I guess you're a regular guy. And, you know, yeah. uh, I could probably trust you with my life. Right. So why not? Right. I mean, I'll trust you with my money. All yeah, right. Tim, I mean, stay with us. We're going to be coming back with some closing comments. Audience, stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to Sports Ecom. That's my, my. That's the other show I uh, I host. It's called Sports Ecom 101. Uh, so, but welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Tim Lyons. So, Tim, tell us a, a success story and then a more of a challenging story that you've had so far. Yeah. So. Um... You know, one of our first projects that we did um, outside of the broker dealer, when we just uh, partnered with uh, a few folks, um, it was in Greenville, South Carolina, and it was 144 mm-hmm. units. It was a, in a great uh, location, um, and we kind of just hit it right. Right, we bought it right. We had the right kind of debt. Uh, we managed it. We did our valuation plan, and we exited in 20 months with a 68 percent return. Um, wow. To to investors, um, so that was like a that, that was to me it was a home run, um, yeah. you know. And you know what I like to tell investors is that's you know that was atypical, right? Yeah, um, exactly. I'm looking for We're more like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for more of like base hits and doubles. And yeah. um, you know, I didn't grow up with a ton of money, so I really want to preserve principle. I'm yeah. a very conservative kind of guy, uh, mm-hmm. so when I get when I hit a home run, I'll take a victory lap. But I'm looking more for for base hits and doubles. On the mm-hmm. flip side of that, the the headwinds that we're currently facing obviously is around liquidity, lending, um, you know, operations, new supply coming on the market. Um, because you know, in 2020, 2021, when um, you know 
rental rates uh, were going through the roof, you know, 20% year over year. I mean, yeah. that gets a lot of the developers excited, right? Oh my God, I'm going to go to that market, you know, whatever, you know, whatever market it might be. And uh, there's a supply shortage. So I'm going to go start building two, three, yeah. 400 unit complexes. Well, those are starting to come to market now. Um, and, you know, um, people can't afford to buy homes, you know, uh, right now with seven and 8% mortgage rates. So uh, there's new supply, there's uh, financing issues. Uh, but the way to really kind of mitigate risk is to align yourself with experienced folks who have kind of been through this before. Um, yeah. It's not their first rodeo per se. Uh, they have relationships with bankers, relationships with lenders. Um, we love to work with vertically integrated um, sponsors, you know, so that means that they, they own their own property management firm. Uh, so the values are aligned between the acquisition and the property management and asset management. So um, how would you say, look, I mean, real estate can can be incredibly, uh, you know, profitable uh, or you could lose your shirt, right? And that's what I think what turns people off about it. But, you know, as long as you're building your team, you're constantly educating yourself, you're listening to good radio shows just like this one. Um, I'm confident that you can be uh, successful in this in this space. Excellent. Yeah, it's it seems like it's always... Um... The, the big challenge is the debt part of it, because uh, that that can potentially sink, you know. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm talking from a guy who does debt, you know, because it's like, listen, you know, I'll uh, I'll I'll be willing to give up the profits. I just want to preserve my principal. I want to get a decent rate of return. But if you don't pay me, I am going to foreclose, and that's a typical banker, you know. So, yeah, listen, I talk to people all the time, right? I mean, I, it, it's uh, it's not the property that fails. When you hear about a property failing, it's not the sticks and the bricks that fail, right? That is, yeah, you know, that is pre, uh, performing. It's the yeah. structure of the deal. It's the debt terms. It's the asset management, yeah. the property management. Uh, it's the way that, you know, the, the the documents are written. Like, it's usually some sort of structural issue within the framework of the deal. But then also you had some weird things like COVID and people not paying the rent. And, and having to work, you know, not everybody was like that, but some people were. And that can be really challenging because that's that's something none of us had ever faced. I mean, I've been in this business for 40 years and we never had COVID. We never had a situation like that. And so who knows what the future is going to hold on that. So you're right. I mean, if you, as long as you've got a good, decent team, you can kind of weather weather a lot of these storms. So, Tim Lyons, it's an absolute pleasure to have you. Uh, how do people get a hold of you if they have questions? Yeah, you can call me on my uh, phone number is 516-521-7762, or you can email me, Tim, at citysidecap.com, and our email address, I mean, our website, excuse me, is citysidecap.com. All right, here's our thoughts for the day. So diet, day number one, I removed all of the fattening food from my house. It was delicious. And uh, when I was little, I asked my mom how I was born. She told me that a stork brought me to her. When I asked the same question about how she and daddy were born, same answer. The stork came. When I asked about grandma and grandpa, uh, the same answer. So several days later, I handed in a report telling my teacher how difficult it was to write because there hadn't been a natural child version in my family for three generations. <laughs> All right, audience, tune in next week. We are, of course, we always have these dad jokes and dad thoughts. I love tune those. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. 
and join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.